Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. So let's take a quick take on where we're at in this election, more so of how are we feeling. And I say we, you, me, pundits, whomever, because this is a very contentious election. If you follow politics, this one's a tough one. I mean, we're in the middle or are we at the end of a pandemic? No one knows. Is it a scamdemic? Nobody knows for sure. Has it been overplayed? Nobody knows that as well. What we do know is we're in a presidential election during a pandemic. It's, it's turned everything upside down. If we didn't have this, Trump would be easily sliding into victory because the economy would be roaring. But here we are. This is the one thing the Democrats have, and it's working. It is absolutely working because all Joe Biden has to do is kind of hang back, let Trump talk. Trump was just on the Rush Limbaugh show uh, on Friday, did a two-hour interview with him, calling it a rally. And, you know, he dropped the F-bomb when he's talking about Iran. Now, I don't have a problem with this. I'd have a problem if my kids were in the car, no doubt. But I'm a conservative. That's how we think. The left, all of a sudden, isn't taking a high moral ground, saying, oh, my God, I can't believe the president dropped an F-bomb on the air, blah, blah, so presidential not, blah, blah, blah. Well, they wouldn't care if a Democrat said, in fact, look at what Democrats have done over time. Look what Bill Clinton did to defile the office. They didn't care. Uh, you know, Obama dropped the F-bomb. They didn't care. Biden's dropped the F-bomb. They didn't care. Remember when Biden said to Obama about Obamacare passing, no F&D, this is a big F&D deal? They didn't care. But all of a sudden, because of Trump says it, they care. Their hypocrisy knows no bounds. We know that. So let's just really quick think about this election right now. We've got, what, 25, 26 days left of this election. We're less than three weeks out. And it's unlike anything else we've seen. Now, I've said this before. It's a base election. There are no middle. There, if there are any middle on the fence people, there are very few of them. Was it NBC, NBC, MSNBC just did some town hall with Biden that supposedly had undecided? Turns out a lot of them were decided for Biden. So the media is outright lying. That's the one thing we've got to remember. The media is deceiving you. The media is outright lying about Biden and his record and what they're doing with the town hall by presenting people as undecideds that we know and find out are decided. That's the media being dishonest. They're outright lying. Now, we, we're not surprised by that. But what's the difference between now and 2016? Because in 2016, Clinton was out, out lying. Clinton created the Russia hoax to hurt Trump. What would have happened if she didn't create the Russia hoax? How far up would he have won the election by? Most likely he would have won the popular vote. But I digress. So now we've got this election right now, and the media is doing everything they can to protect Joe Biden. Every time Joe Biden speaks, he makes a fool of himself. Every single time he does any kind of press release, town hall, mini rallies that he does, he makes a complete fool of himself. So this is a base election. Been saying that for a while. There are very few people on the fence, and the ones that are on the fence are fabricated by the media. This will come down to which candidate can get their base out. 
So the Trump camp right now is having these rallies to fire up their base. And what they're also doing is challenging Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to disenfranchise their base by getting them to come away from that far left because that's their base right now. If they lose that far left, that Biden-Harris camp, they lose the election because they will not get people out. So they have to demonize Trump to get those far left people so frothing angry that they're going to vote against Trump. And that's this election. This election is the Biden-Harris team are running as we are not Trump and the Trump team is running as we are Trump. Will it work? Trump's base is pretty fired up. In fact, there's a uh, <clears throat> poll that just came out from uh, just the news, John Solomon's group, and the headline is Trump's voters 20% more likely than Biden voters to be excited about their respective candidate. Over 30% of Biden voters see him as the lesser of two evils. The article goes on, President Trump voters are more excited to vote for their candidate than Joe Biden voters are for theirs, according to a new Justin Newell's Daily Poll with Scott Rasmussen. Among, excuse me, among the sample of likely voters, 82% of Trump supporters said they were excited about their candidate. 67% of Biden voters felt that way. Just 17% of Trump voters consider the Republican candidate the lesser of two evils, whereas 31% of Biden voters felt the same way. This is a base election. I love politics. That's why I do this. I've been watching politics for a while. I've never seen it like this. I've never seen a base election this so divided. I've never seen enthusiasm for a candidate like I see for Trump. I've mentioned this before. I drove from Georgia down to Florida, and all I saw were Trump signs everywhere. I see very few Biden signs even now. I see few of them, but very few. I see tons of Trump signs. People wouldn't do this in 2016. They wouldn't put it on their cars. They wouldn't put the flag up in their yard. But now it's such excitement for this candidate. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. So it's anecdotal. We have a poll here, though, that, however, does tell us the excitement for Trump is way more than Biden. But is it enough? That's what we don't know. You've got people on the right, somebody out of the Daily Caller group, by the way, that said Trump's toast. He's going to lose the election. You got several people on the left saying Biden's going to win in a landslide. You got people on the right, some saying Trump's going to win in a landslide. But also people on the right saying Trump's not going to win. That happened in 2016, and look at the outcome. I don't believe this will be a landslide election. I think it'll be an election in the margins. I've been saying that. Trump needs to win Florida, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan again like he did last time. He needs to win Ohio like he did last time. Now, they put Texas and Georgia in the toss-up. That's not going to happen. Texas and Georgia are going to go for Trump. This is going to come down to uh, just the, the states it normally comes down to. There's not going to be anything different this time around. It's going to be about Florida, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Ohio. You throw in Iowa because Trump actually is trending decent in Iowa as well. Now, the polls have dropped for Trump. The polls, the trends in the battleground states have inched towards Biden. But if you go back and look at the 2016 race, Hillary Clinton peaked in about 
midway, late way through October, about October 22nd to October 25th, Hillary Clinton peaked in the polls, and then it was just a straight drop down, and Trump won the election. So what's going on? Is there an October surprise? Trump has released uh, or declassified, ordered the declassification of memos. They've only started to trickle out. We've only started to see a few. Most of them haven't been released yet. News is starting to trickle out about the Russian hoax, and, some, and it's starting to tie to Biden. There's also some Ukraine scandal tied to Biden that's been trickling out. All the left has is the coronavirus, and they're trying to paint Trump as erratic. Nancy Pelosi floating the 25th Amendment. Nothing will come of that. And in fact, she's probably floating it because when Biden gets elected, they're going to have to do something about him because his cognitive decline will worsen. So long story short, we don't know. Anecdotally, there's a lot of support for this president. Also, in this poll, I just told you from Just the News and Rasmussen, kind of proves that, kind of shows that maybe it's not so anecdotal. The excitement there is for this, this, this president over Biden, Biden doesn't have that. This president, it, it, there's more enthusiasm for this president than I've ever seen before. So <clears throat> should we worry? I don't think we should worry. This is politics. We have a little over three weeks left, and a lot can happen in three weeks. I mean, a lot can happen in three weeks. So we'll keep counting these days, watching the polls, watching the trends, and looking at what's going on in the news and what's going to happen with these declassified documents. This could all turn around. This is a wide-open race. So... As Joe Biden once said, gird your loins. It's going to be a wild three-week ride. Thanks for listening to this quick take of the PBO podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor.